0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Tuesday here on the Game Board. We are back at it. Uh, It's been a while. (laughs) It's only been a week, but it feels like it's been a while since we've had uh, a full episode. So I have quite a few stories. I think I'm going to start cutting it back a little bit and focus more in depth on things. I I don't know. I I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Let me know if you prefer the old format or this format, uh, either by searching me on Facebook slash the wolf one one two zero or Twitter, the wolf underscore one one two zero. And uh, let me know. Let me know which format you prefer this new fewer stories format more in-depth, or the old format uh, where it was less in-depth and more, much more content. (laughs) Uh, So with that, let's kind of get into this. So I have about three stories here. Uh, The first is that Activision Blizzard has reportedly laid off between 50 and Hundred ninety two hundred employees. These employees were largely working on esports uh, related things, promotions, uh, venues, contracts. I assume. So, this is kind of this this is kind of an interesting story for me personally, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so, if you remember at the end of february i split with the gamer and the reason part of the reason for that was that i i there was a personality conflict <laughs> between me and one of the editors and it was something that i thought i could work through right trying to be professional trying to work with everybody and for the most part you know it was it was fine, um, but you know it. It we ran up against each other, and it was just it fell apart from there. So, kind of a little bit of background. <laughs> back in October, okay, let's see. I have it right here. Uh, luckily, I've been saving all my articles. So, back in October twenty eighth of twenty twenty, I wrote an article about the fact that Activision Blizzard was looking to hire 2,000 new employees to quote meet production demands okay and I I wrote this piece and I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good right I thought it was pretty neutral uh, we talked about uh, the fact that they were saying they were going to hire 2,000 more employees to meet production demands um, that they handle a wide variety of properties and that they grew 38% year over year at the, at the time. So, uh, I wrote this article and at the end I said that uh, it wouldn't be surprising uh, to see the numbers continue to go up, increasing demand for works to for workers to maintain the immense digital universe that Activision Blizzard now controls while simultaneously putting pressure on retail-centric offices. Okay? So I wrote that, uh, and I said, uh, there was another paragraph here, Uh, and I said, quote, Kodak expects that success to continue as Black Ops Cold War hits consoles and mobile games like Crash on the Run are released to expand existing universes. As digital sales have increased, Activision Blizzard has shifted focus away from retail sales to digital, resulting in a decision to close an office in France. Across all of the companies under the Activision Blizzard umbrella, there are more than 360 million active users. As time goes on and the logistics of game streaming get smoothed out, it wouldn't be surprising to see those numbers continue to go up Increasing demand for workers to maintain the immense digital universe that Activision Blizzard now controls, while simultaneously putting pressure on retail-centric offices. Okay, so I I wrote those two paragraphs. Um, and you know, uh, I thought it was I thought it was fair analysis. I thought it made sense at the time. I still think it makes sense, right? Uh, so I submit, I submit that article and this editor that I had, uh, an issue with decided that, um, it, it was the way that I, <laughs> uh, I made a passing comment, right? I made a passing comment somebody pitched this story, right? That Activision Blizzard, was going to hire two thousand new employees, and this person was like, oh, "I'm too heated about it. I I don't like Activision Blizzard. I, I'm not going to be able to write this in a in an objective manner." And I, I don't know. I, I I wanted to have a little bit of fun at this person's expense and just tease him a little bit. So I said, uh, "Oh, you know, I'll take it. You know, I should have uh, I should have bought." Activision Blizzard stock right because it went up sixty five percent or something um I have my own issues with Activision Blizzard uh largely because of the Hong Kong protests anyway it was a passing remark that i I didn't think anything of it I thought it was a little a little tease at him he didn't say anything it was whatever so I wrote the piece uh I submitted it and then this editor says that it was um not right of me to have written it this way that we can't back CEOs this way. We can't talk about CEOs this way. We can't endorse them even slightly were the words. So, um, it kind of, uh, kind of got under my skin because this was more or less in public. So if you can imagine, um, having a company meeting and having, uh, uh, quote unquote boss, gather everyone together or, you know, post it in the break room or something that, you know, we, we can't talk about, uh, these things this way. And this is a situation where I want you to avoid things. Um, that's not how I handled my employees and I don't think that that's an appropriate way to handle any employee, uh, especially that kind of criticism, so, I'm kind of outing myself here just to kind of illustrate a point. Okay. So, the point here is that I felt that way back in October, October 28th, I felt I gave this analysis. Uh, and I said that it wouldn't be surprising to see more layoffs. So, here we are, roughly six months later. Okay. And we're talking about more layoffs at this company. Right. And here, Here's here's what I want you to understand. Okay, uh, A company spokesperson came out, and this article comes from VGC. A company spokesperson came out, and they said, quote, Players are increasingly choosing to connect with our games digitally, and the eSports team, much like traditional sports, entertainment, and broadcasting industries, has had to adapt its business due to the impact the pandemic has had on live events. So uh the problem is that the article that i wrote for the gamer does not have my analysis my analysis was removed from that article it's a little bit of a personal rant but it's just these are the kinds of things that happen inside of games journalism that i feel you should know about um i believe it was a it, it was a well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The gamer had the opportunity to tell people that this was going to happen. This was imminently predictable. Imminently predictable. Um, as evidenced by the prediction that I made back in October. So, you'll see a bunch of outlets uh, up in arms about this. Um, Activision Blizzard has laid off more people, etc, etc, etc. It's like, listen, Activision Blizzard is... Has said that they're moving away from retail offices if you're if your job is to design physical packaging if your job is to do physical marketing if your job is to create relationships with retailers uh, handle inventory management those kinds of things or on the eSports side th- as far as if I remember correctly Activision Blizzard was planning on cutting eSports anyway So they dabbled in it, they invested some money in it, and it really didn't go anywhere. From what I remember, it didn't go anywhere. So they're not interested in esports, they're not interested in uh, creating the events, they're not interested in going out and doing the contracts and finding the (laughs) hiring people to find the venues, find security, find vendors, find sponsors make you know they're not interested in doing that it's not making them any money um, the whole thing with Hong Kong right Blizzard really stepped in it when uh, they banned that professional player for saying that he supported Hong Kong and you know bowing to the Chinese in my opinion they bowed to the Chinese they re- that company really really stepped in it in turn in terms of the eSports community and they're not making any money off of it they said they're focusing on digital sales um all of this was imminently predictable and i predicted it and now these now these outlets are out here acting surprised right and the thing that really uh puts a pin in this thing right is that they will conflate this with something in Bobby Kotick C- the CEO of Activision Blizzard his name is Bobby Kotick okay he signed a contract as most CEOs do right he signed some sort of contract and i haven't seen his contract i, I you know would it why would i have seen it so from what i understand He has a contract that stipulates that he gets a raise regardless of performance. And I assume that if the stock prices go up, he gets a certain rate. Like, it's built into the thing. This was before there were any layoffs. There were This was before anything. And if you're a cynic, you can go out there and say, you know, he's cutting jobs for his own sake. And, you know, maybe. But, I mean, honestly, 200 people, is that really going to add $200 million to it? No, it's not. I don't think. Uh, Specifically because they're still they get 90 days severance. Okay, so three quarters pay or full pay for the next 90 days. Um, Health benefits for a year. Whatever their health benefits package is. And I I don't know why it seems a little insulting but they threw in a $200 battle.net gift card. And I don't know the nature of these things. The optics don't look good. I'll admit that the optics don't look good, <laughs> but the two aren't tied. Um there's no indication that they're that Bobby Kodak fired people for the sake of his own personal benefit. However, you'll see this uh attempt at uh connecting the two events uh as seen here in an article in GameSpot. Okay? So, this article in GameSpot uh says quote investor the title is quote investors are pissed Activision Blizzard CEO is getting a 200 million dollar payout subtitle Activision Blizzard just laid off some 50 employees responsible for live events okay so you assume that the two are connected right uh, but if you read the article here's the closing paragraph of this article Quote, though the two likely aren't connected, Activision Blizzard reportedly laid off some 50 employees. While the two aren't likely aren't connected. However, in the title and the subtitle, it says investors are pissed that the CEO is getting a $200 million payout. Subheadline. Activision Blizzard laid off 50 employees. And then it says, then it has the audacity to say that likely that you aren't connected in the, in the final paragraph. So, uh, you know, I, this is an investment thing. It really, the CEO's, uh, pay rate and his pay structure is a contractual contractual issue that the investors really have to deal with. And the board of directors, that's really not, has nothing to do with anything. And that's why this investment group is pissed off, right? Here's a quote from this investment group quote, while the increase in Activision stock price is somewhat commendable as we stated last year and continue to assert this achievement alone does not justify such a substantial pay outcome for the CEO. There are many factors that contribute to a rise in this particular company's stock price. that may not be directly attributable to Robert Kodak's leadership. The use of video games as one of the few entertainment options Available amid the COVID-19 pandemic, for example, has been a boon to many companies in the gaming industry, irrespective of executive talent or strategic decisions. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I I disagree with that because look at CD Projekt Red's leadership. <laughs> you can't say that it's irrespective of the leadership. Um, I don't think, right? And uh, Activision Blizzard call of duty cold war is one of activision's properties it is it breached the 20th uh top 20 best-selling video games in u.s history so yeah to to make this assertion is uh kind of out there to be perfectly honest that it's irrespective of talent or strategic decisions I don't, I, I don't agree with that specifically because most of the marketing for Call of Duty has moved into Warzone, <laughs> and Warzone is not costing anything. That is a massive, massive cut in ad revenue that's going out. Okay, um, so you can have an issue with Activision Blizzard. I, I again, I have my own issue with Activision Blizzard because of the, because of some of the decisions that they make but they're business decisions and they seem to be pretty solid um anyway it, it's this is why you need to listen to me <laughs> I I will tell you six months in advance if there's going to be another this is this was so uh telegraphed that it almost hurts and everybody's acting like it's a surprise and it's not. It's really not. Um, I'll, I'll throw up another, uh, an article on, on my website, wolfsgameboard.com You can read it there. You can read the unedited well, the edited, but the article in full as I attempted to publish it. Actually, I can't do that now that I think about it. Um, anyway, I'll give you the information that I have that's still mine. <laughs> and, uh, you can see for yourself where this all came from. Okay, moving on. Let's see here. do 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 uh, Riot says there's no evidence to support allegations of sexual misconduct against their CEO. So, apparently, um, there was an accusation that the CEO of Riot Games was uh, sexually harassing his former assistant, Sharon O'Donnell. Okay, and uh, this comes from PC Gamer, and it says one of the main points says O'Donnell sued Riot and Laurent, Laurent, the CEO, in January 2021, alleging that Laurent made inappropriate sexual advances toward her and then fired her in July 2020 uh, when she rejected them. At the time, Riot denied O'Donnell's characterization of her termination, saying the firing was quote based on multiple well documented complaints. But brought in a law firm to investigate the sexual misconduct allegations. So uh, it appears that the board of directors brought in a third party uh, to investigate things. And the this article in PC Gamer says, "quote The firm's conclusions were reviewed by the committee. The committee's final assessment considered whether there was factual evidence of misconduct." It said, and whether any interactions between Laurent and O'Donnell, quote, could have been interpreted as harassing, discriminatory, or retaliatory. Uh, In her lawsuit, O'Donnell alleges that Laurent made inappropriate remarks and advances, such as telling her to be more feminine and that she should uh, quote, come C-U-M over to his house, end quote, when his wife was away and then punish her professionally for rejecting him. Riot's committee claims it can't find any evidential support for these allegations uh, quote is not a recommendation we take lightly the committee wrote quote in cases involving high-ranking executives we recognize the power dynamics can often give rise to behaviors and biases that affect the experiences of others within the organization in toxic ways moreover in many such cases reaching a conclusion about these kinds of allegations can be difficult most cases of this nature are not black and white and they fall they fall into the gray. However, this was was not one of those cases. In this case, we were simply unable to find any evidence that would justify the sanction of any kind against Laurent. Uh, Continuing on, the committee added that it will ask Riot to reopen the investigation, quote, without hesitation and without prejudice, if further information regarding inappropriate conduct comes to light, and said that it remains fully invested in overseeing the company's initiatives to transform Riot's culture. So, um, that it's hard for me. We're, we're too early into this for me to say what's going on. All I can say at this point is that there is a complaint that the CEO of Riot Games, uh, made inappropriate sexual advances toward his former secretary. And that, um, it, uh, is ongoing right games side of the thing says that there is no basis for the accusations this article doesn't have uh, the former assistance side of things uh, so I'm not sure uh, what's what what's re- really going on here um. So I, I will continue to keep an eye on this and see what's going on here. Uh, because th- these kinds of things need a. Uh, they need time, and I'm not comfortable going out there and saying one way or the other what what is actually happening, uh, outside of what we know is happening, <laughs> outside of actual quotes. So. That's what I know is happening. Uh, Anyway, so Activision once again has banned 30,000 Call of Duty Warzone cheaters. We talked about this on the House of Wolves show. Uh, That's our weekend episode that we publish on Sundays. That would be me, Josh, and Jake. Josh is Squirrely. Jake is Passions. We interchange names. (laughs) so um, Squirrely Josh was telling me that uh, things seem seem to be a lot better since one of the professional players complained on Twitter that things were... uh, The cheating problem in Warzone was too bad and he was quitting. Uh, Activision banned 60,000 players uh, recently either in January or it was throughout 2020. I can't remember exactly. But now this says that an additional 30,000 p- players have been banned. And for the, the by my count, this is the sixth or seventh time that the Infinite Stim Glitch has returned. Uh, apparently, there's been another sixth or seventh time hot fix to the infinite stim glitch which is another I don't know that's a whole other rant I I had another editor tell me that I worded things too uh too roughly against the developer and you know it was because it was about the infinite stim glitch and I said uh oh, you know they claim that it's fixed but is it really something along those lines right I kind of implied that and this editor said oh you can't you shouldn't do that you know uh it's not fair to the developers it's like well that was three times ago now so i feel like it was i feel like it was deserved i still feel again this is why you need to listen to me this is why not that i'm always right i'm not always right but at least in these two instances instances today i've been pretty right am i right anyway uh this comes from vgc by tom ivan it says, quote, the publisher told PC Gamer that its latest efforts to combat cheaters has seen 30,000 accounts banned from the free-to-play Battle Royale game. The publisher has been stepping up its anti-cheat efforts recently, with the latest ban wave following similar crackdowns on three separate occasions in February. Uh, so Warzone, it, again an Activision property, had attracted 85 million players as of December 2020, according to Activision on February 2nd, 2021, the company said it had issued over 300,000 permavans worldwide uh since the game launched in March 2020. Uh 300,000 bans in a year. So there you have it. Um I don't know how people are still pulling off this infinite stim. Uh it really is just fascinating. I, I don't how they do this, how they figure this out, it it's just it goes over my head. I, I really, if I remember correctly, somebody spawned in night vision goggles, which aren't even in the multiplayer version. It's in. It's like code that's in modern uh, Modern Warfare, not Warzone. So how how that even happens is like is beyond me. It just it's so bizarre. And at this point, it just seems like the Infinite Stim is just here uh, indefinitely. It's just, it's not going away. It's not going away. I'm convinced that it is not going away. And I'm biased, okay? I'm biased because I've been following this thing since the second time that it happened. I've been reporting on this (laughs) since the second time that it happened. And I'm just, it's just not going away. It's not going away. Uh, Even if it does go away, I'm going to be one of those people that's like, oh, but did it really go away? that that now it's a fair criticism <laughs> now it's a fair criticism cuz like i i feel like they're going to come up with some permanent fix and i'm still going to be like oh did, did they really fix it um i hope for their sakes that i'm wrong i hope that they really do fix it there's something seriously seriously wrong with the code or something that it, it's I really don't. I really don't understand it. I, I to me, it seems so deep, deeply ingrained in the code of the game that I don't know if the, it can be scrubbed. I think it's tied to something that they can't get rid of. They, ha- I feel like they're having to make a choice between removing some some core element of the game or patching uh, the glitch. And I feel like they keep hiding it, but people keep finding it. And like I. That's what leads me to believe that it's not the developer's fault. It's just that the way the game is structured, it's just not going to go away. They can't get rid of it without getting rid of something else. I, I truly believe that that's the case. I just don't know what it is. I've seen rumor that it's tied to all tactical equipment, which all grenades, all stims. Like, if you remove that, you have an entirely different game, and which might explain why they're having a hard time removing it. I don't know for sure. That's what I hear. So if that is true and it appears that it is, if that is true, then how are they going to get rid of it? How, how are they going to, I I just don't, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a developer. I don't understand code, although I'm studying it. I don't understand it yet. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to get in touch with them and figure that out. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just convinced that it's not going away. Sticking with Call of Duty's news, uh, this article from Game Rant says that uh, the future of Call of Duty Warzone seasons will have never before, never done before content. Okay. Uh, So apparently there was a uh, there was an interview done here, which ironically, okay. So quote from the article quote. Call of Duty Warzone is gearing up for a massive ending to its Zombies event, but supposedly this will only be the beginning of the game's unique content. In a recent interview with Inverse, Activision's chief revenue officer of eSports, Brandon Snow, teased some exciting developments for Call of Duty Warzone. In the interview, the executive focused heavily on Call of Duty Warzone's eSports plans when discussing what is coming next. While the Call of Duty League has performed very well, Snow details how Call of Duty Warzone will help the League reach a larger, more casual audience of gamers. While the game getting some love in the competitive scene is exciting, Snow's tease for content that regular players will be able to enjoy is equally promising. Um, So again, I I don't see this esports thing. I I feel like Activision's divesting in esports. They're keeping... The Call of Duty League going for now, but I, I'm not seeing them worrying too much about live play and because how I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole other rant. You've been listening to me for a while, you know where that is. Uh so there's a quote from him here, uh, and it says Snow adds that this content will be handled, quote, in a, in a call of duty way. While Snow doesn't specify what exactly this Call of Duty Warzone content will entail, players can expect that the game's heavily rumored nuke event will be at least one of the things will that is unlikely anything seen thus far. That is unlike anything seen thus far. Um, the nuke will allegedly hit Verdansk on April 22nd. Uh, beyond that, we, we don't really know what's going to happen. If you listen to the interview that I had with uh, Eric Menard last week, the only episode that I published last week, which is, I think ultimately that worked out. If you listen to that article, it sounds like, alright, if you listen to that episode, it sounds like they're going to bring in like the, the dark ether, right? And the dark ether uh, sounds like it's going to be very, very prominent in this, which means a lot of time-jumping a lot of spatial jumping, and if that's true, then we can we can go we can tie in infinite warfare and advanced warfare, and we can tie in different like we can go to an entirely different universe. We can uh, we can do literally anything with the dark ether, and that is going to be the thing that's potentially exciting, right? Um, it's going. I feel like with that information uh in your mind. I feel like it's going to be similar to Fortnite because they have a lot of these crossovers and these crossovers have to do with this singularity or something. I haven't kept up completely with Fortnite, but that's my understanding of what's going on. So I feel like something similar is going to happen with Warzone, but they can't do that uh with the Call of Duty universe. They can't bring in like Master Chief uh, at least I hope that they won't. That would be, oh, uh, uh, goodness sakes! That would be awful. <laughs> that would be, oh, uh, it would be, it would be comical. Uh, but it would be comical in a bad way. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see what happens. But I feel like the the dark ether is going to factor hugely into what's going on there. So as more time goes on, and we, um get to learn a little bit more. Hopefully I get the chance to talk to Eric again and uh, do more in depth. Speaking of go visit his, his YouTube channel uh, search Eric Menard 93 on YouTube. Uh, Eric with a C Maynard M a N M a Y N a R D uh, 93. It's pretty, I mean the guy, the guy knows some stuff. He, he knows some stuff. All right, go check him out. Okay, so yesterday, it was either yesterday or today, okay, so I I saw that there was rumor that Microsoft was working on a virtual reality headset or something, because somebody ran across an error message that referenced VR. Okay, so here's the thing, okay, last year, I wrote that there were Twitter handles created for Fable and Perfect Dark. Uh, zero right and at the time right the, uh, the assumption was that well they wouldn't have cre- those wouldn't have been created if there wasn't going to be a new game and Microsoft said no no it's not a new game we do those kinds of things all the time don't worry about it don't get your hopes up there isn't going to be a new fable game don't worry of course now we know uh, that both of those things are real There is going to be a perfect dark game. There is going to be a fable game. Both of those things absolutely 100% are happening. So when we see solid evidence like this, when we see a VR uh, error code inside of the Xbox, and then Microsoft comes out and says, oh, we're not working on VR. Don't worry about it. It's not happening. We have it there just in case. I don't believe them. They're <laughs> they're lying to me. I feel like they're lying to me. This is the third time that I've seen something exactly like this, um, and it would fit perfectly with the idea that uh, Microsoft is going to be streaming things right to me. Anyway, uh, it it just makes so much sense that they would be going this way, and remember. Uh, you can go and check my article on this uh, it, that Xbox is quietly taking over gaming. Um, you got to remember that Microsoft Azure has uh, augmented reality support. That's something that Microsoft Azure does. And Microsoft Azure is partnered with, and I sound like a conspiracy theorist here, but I I promise you, this is all going to come together at the at, at the beginning of next year, I promise you. Um, that's an arbitrary date anyway, but you're you're going to see, start seeing this come together, okay? Microsoft Azure is partnered with SpaceX. SpaceX is creating a global uh, satellite network, satellite internet network, that is going to revolutionize things, right? And Microsoft Azure is going to be the, the, the place where you store games. And Because of that, and because of the capabilities, and because of the work that Microsoft has been doing with the Hololens, I feel like they're very close to a consumer-grade virtual reality headset. I don't know what it's going to look like. We know that PlayStation is hanging on to their virtual reality headset. Um, you know, Beat Sabers on there. Things are moving toward virtual reality. Uh, there's a like a Five Nights at Freddy's virtual reality game. Uh, there's Half-Life in virtual reality. Facebook's trying to corner the virtual reality market. And obviously, if you're in the gaming industry, you want to get in on that as well, right? So it makes all the sense in the world that they're going to introduce a VR headset. But if it's anything like Fable and Perfect Dark Zero, it's not. we're not going to hear about it for another eight months. So I want you to keep this in mind. Let's all bookmark this episode. Let's all bookmark today. March 16th, 2021, Xbox leaked, inadvertently leaked, that they're working on a VR headset. And this article from IGN says that uh, Microsoft came out here and they're like, quote, the copy in this error message is inaccurate due to a localization bug. VR for console is not a focus for us at this time, end quote. BS. Uh, That's just straight BS. And maybe it's not. Maybe maybe in fairness it's not. Maybe it's not. But um, their track record isn't great. I don't believe them. I don't believe them. March 16th, 2021, they leaked the information that they're working on VR headset. Period. End of story. As far as I'm concerned, that's what's happening. They're going to announce it eight months to a year from now. Remember today. This is why you listen to me. We're going to keep hitting on this. Okay. We're eight months to a year ahead of everybody else. I promise you they're working on it. They're going to release it. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about more Microsoft news because I promise you, Microsoft is taking over gaming. Okay, Microsoft. Here's, here's the headline. Microsoft acquires Marsden Group to enhance industrial cloud and AI tech. This comes from GameSpot. Yeah. Quote, Microsoft has announced it's acquired the Marsden Group, a global tech group with a focus on infrastructure and industrial manufacturing. That means you're unlikely to see the product of this acquisition make a big splash in video games. But Microsoft does note that the acquisition will impact its cloud, edge, and AI products. Hey, what's going to be on the cloud? Is it going to be video games? Huh, where is the cloud going to be hosted? Is it going to be on Microsoft's Azure? How are they going to get those video games to, to the players if it's going to be on the cloud? Where is the cloud going to be? Could it be that it's going to be hosted on Starlink in the cluster? Wow. Maybe you're right. Do you remember that Elon Musk said that speeds on Starlink are going to reach 300 megabits a second? Wow. Incredible. And they just released information that they're working on VR technology. Do you think that could have something to do with this acquisition? Could they be specializing in this kind of technology, I wonder. This is why you listen to me. Okay, quote from the article, Microsoft notes that Marsden is known for rapid prototyping and this will help the company quickly experiment on B2B solutions such as HoloLens... While the acquisition may have some impact on Microsoft's gaming sector, the announcement suggests that's not where it's putting its focus. Instead, it's looking at industries like manufacturing, automotive, and logistics, exactly the kind of industries that HoloLens is targeted at. So, again, they're lying. They are straight up lying to us. (laughs) They are working on a VR headset. I promise you they're going to announce it soon. Uh. That's it for today, guys. Um, let me know. Let me know if you uh, if you prefer this format or if you like the other format. Um, this format is going to tie a bunch of stories together. We're going to touch on a bunch of different things. You're not going to hear explicitly uh, like I was doing uh, quoting articles. What I will do is read all the articles and then kind of distill it into um, little snippets of information. I might do an aside like. Um, like, I saw something today about uh, Deathloop doing a... Uh, they released a gameplay trailer that had, you know, 10 weapons or something. Um, y- you know, we, we, we... I In this format, I would touch on things. But it's more in-depth on fewer stories. So let me know. What do you prefer? Do you want to hear every story that I run across? Or do you want to hear uh, more about a couple of stories that I think are really, really interesting? Hit me up on Twitter at thewolf_1120, Facebook. One one dot Facebook.com slash thewolf1120, one one or on Instagram. We're gonna we're gonna start posting on Instagram underscore the wolf, the wolf's game board. So, uh, with that, guys, I appreciate you. I will catch you tomorrow. And we're gonna have more fun. Let me know. I'm just gonna keep running with this format until you tell me to stop. So, please, please hit me up if you like the old format. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep running with this. So. I will catch you Wednesday. Peace.